إن هذا القرآن يهدي للتي هي أقوم ويبشر المؤمنين ويبشر المؤمنين الذين يعملون الصالحات أن لهم أجرا كبيرا بسم الله الحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وصحبه ومن ولهم بعد Today's parable is actually quite complex so I need you to pay attention to this one It's Surah Al-Ra'd verse 17 and within this ayah there's actually two embedded parables so there's two opposites When we did Surah Al-Baqarah if you remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned the parable of lighting a fire and the parable of rain coming down fire and rain in this ayah as well, you have rain and you have fire. And this is also of the methodology of the Qur'an to give contrasting parables for the same thing. So I need you to pay attention. This is actually a complex parable. Allah says in the Qur'an, أَنزَلَ مِنَ السَّمَاءِ مَاءً He has caused the rain to come down from the heavens. فَسَالَتْ أَوْدِيَةٌ بِقَدَرِهَا So the valleys are going to fill up with that rainwater. Each one in accordance with how large or how deep the valley is. Now pause here. The, what is being demonstrated, what is being shown as an example is when it rains and from the mountains that rain comes down and there are dry valleys that during the rain season they become full of water. Otherwise they're empty. And this is some, a phenomenon that every single person who is aware of nature knows this. That there are certain places in the world, valleys are dry, valleys are empty. In the rain season, those same valleys will be full of water. Those same valleys will be absolutely brimming. Each one in accordance with how large or how small the valley is. Now this rainwater is coming down and it's gushing into the valleys. And each one of this valley, it is bringing with that rainwater froth. What is froth? It is the uh, junk, if you like. It is the leaves. It is the twigs. It is the waves at the top. It's nothing that's a value. But when you were, if you were to look at this valley, you're going to see a gushing rainwater. And you're going to see at the top of it, leaves, twigs, branches. You're going to see the froth of the ocean, uh, the froth of the, the river. Then Allah mentions the fire parable. We'll pause here so that we don't lose track of our minds with this one parable. Then Allah says, This is the example of the haqq and the batil, truth and falsehood. As for the froth, as for the things at the top, as for the twigs, the leaves, the branches, as for all of this whitishness at the top that you think it is alluring, you're going to look at it. It's going to go to the side and it will be left. As for that which benefits mankind, that is going to remain. Now what is this parable? We're going to get back to the one about the fire as well. The parable is the Qur'an coming down. Rain is the Qur'an. The parable is the hidayah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala coming down. And the valleys represent the hearts of people. And the hearts of people are different. Each heart is different. Each heart, some hearts will be deep. Some hearts will absorb a lot. Some hearts will be narrow. Some hearts will be flat. And they won't take any water in. And this is actually a hadith in Bukhari that the Prophet ﷺ said, the example of what Allah has sent me with is like that of rain coming down. And some soils are fertile. They will absorb the 
rain. Other soil is flat and barren and it will reject the rain. So the rain is Allah's wahi. And in this verse, the valley is hearts of people. And various hearts are different. Some hearts absorb more rain. Some hearts absorb less rain. And some hearts don't accept any rain at all. And then, as for the froth, as for the zabad, this represents people who reject the truth and they use Islam to bring attention to themselves. The hypocrites, the leaders of the kuffar, or even people who are not correct Muslims and they're misusing Islam and there's attention being drawn to them. They're at the top. They're at the top. Everybody sees them. But what's going to happen? For a while, they're going to be at the top and people think that that's what the river is about. But eventually, when that rain comes down from the mountains, as we're all aware, when it comes into the streams, the water becomes pure. Those twigs and branches are left. The froth remains at the top. And by the time the water comes down to where it's going to benefit people, it is pure and clean rainwater. And then the parable of the fire as well. The same Allah says is for the furnace. The same is for the furnace. When you put your raw material into it, you put raw gold or raw silver, that furnace will expel things that are useless and then it will remain and the pure gold will remain at the end. Once again, Allah is giving the zabad or the useless froth will go away. Now what is the overall metaphor here? Multiple things can de de be derived. First and foremost, there is the ultimate truth that will remain even if for a period of time it appears that batil might be on top. Evil might for a while be on top of the truth, but eventually truth shall overcome. Don't be deluded by the veneer at the top. Don't be deluded by the attention seekers. Don't be deluded by those who use Islam for their evil purposes, because eventually they will be left to the side. They will be swept away. Secondly, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, remain firm and consistent. What is beneficial? It will eventually remain. You be firm, you be consistent, and don't worry about the attention or the, or the riffraff. You have to remain where you are upon the purity of the truth. And if you do so, then eventually that is what is going to benefit the people. The same goes, the third point here, that when Allah gives the metaphor of the furnace, Allah Azza wa Jal mentions that you know that furnace is of course the tests of this world. It is the trials of this dunya. The mu'min walks through it. And if he is firm and pure, he shall come out like pure gold or pure silver. The mu'min walks through the furnace of these trials of this world. And eventually those trials will purify him. So be patient when you're facing all of these issues. When people are rebuking, criticizing. When people are being mean to Islam or nasty to you or whatnot. When you're facing the trials of this dunya, be firm, be consistent. Take your morality and your courage and your iman from the wahi of Allah subhanahu and eventually that which is beneficial will remain for the people and that which is not beneficial that which is pure will be consistent and that which is impure will be cast aside so this gives us hope dear brothers and sisters it gives us hope that if we connect with the wahi of Allah and if we are pure in our worship of Allah and if we are correct in our understanding of our faith
faith, then eventually the truth will be ours and it will be something that will be uh, coming out of this like pure gold if you like. And those that are not sincere, those that are not pure, those that are corrupted, those that are using Islam for wrong purposes or even rejecting Islam, eventually they will be cast aside like the twigs and branches and froth or like going through the furnace, the evil parts or the negative parts or the filth, it is cast aside by the merchant and only the pure thing remains. So we learn from this, dear brothers and sisters, that we have to connect to the pure Quran and be sincere in our worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and remain consistent. And when we do so, the end result will always be for those who have taqwa. Do not be deluded by the short term. Do not be deluded by the trials that are like the furnace. Do not look at the froth that is on top. No, do, do that which is beneficial and connect with Allah. And inshallah, the end will be yours. And inshallah, we'll continue tomorrow. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.